the new and ultimate peace we have in Christ Jesus. Good morning. Welcome back to our continuing look at Paul's letter to the church at Colossae. Today we're in Colossians 1. We're going to just look at three verses, 21, 22, and 23 of chapter 1 of Colossians. Let's read those. And you, who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. If indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we come before you and we say thank you for reconciling us to yourself. Thank you for bringing us from a state of deadness to a state of ultimate life, from being lost to being found, from being blind to seeing. Thank you, Lord, for reconciling us through Jesus Christ that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We just thank you, we bless you, and we honor you in Christ's name. Amen. In our last session, we talked about the preeminence of Christ, that he is the paramount, that he is above all. As he says in John 14, he is the way, the truth, and the life. He doesn't show us a way, he is the way. We are reconciled to God. That is, we are made right with God. We who were sinners are made right with God through the blood of Jesus. So let's just look at this in some detail, these three verses. And you, that that's directed to the Colossians, but it applies to all of us who once were alienated If we're in Christ, we have been reconciled to God. If we're not in Christ, we continue to be alienated. He says, you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, to be of the sin nature is to be hostile to to the mind of God, to be hostile to everything that God is, doing evil deeds. Now, do we ever do evil deeds as Christians? Yes, we fall short, and to fall short is to sin, and to sin is evil in the eyes of God. But he has reconciled us. He has brought us back. He has made us right. Who is us? Us is everyone who has been born again, everyone who has been born from above. As Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Those who have been made new through faith in Jesus Christ as a gift from God, for it is by grace, a gift from God, that you are saved through faith, and this not of your own doing, it also is a gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. So God, through Jesus Christ, 
has reconciled, brought us back, made us right before him in Jesus' body of flesh by his death. There had to be payment for sin. Sin cannot just be, oh, it's okay, I'm going to let that go. God is holy, and he can only be holy. And to be holy, there must be justice, and justice was served at the cross, at the cross, at the cross, where we first saw the light, where the burden of our sin rolled away. It is there by faith we receive our sight, and now we are happy all the day because we have been reconciled to God. He presents us now holy and blameless and above reproach before him, above reproach. That is that that even though we fall down in one way or another from time to time, for me it's every day, either in a thought, a word, or deed, or many of them maybe, but we are above reproach. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, Romans 8, 1. But then he, he introduces this strange thought. He says, if indeed you continue in the faith, is he saying there that some will fall away? No, he's not. What he's saying is that if your house is built on the rock, then your house is not going to move off the rock. But if your house is built on sand, then it's not ever going to become steady. It's not going to be reconciled to God. It's not simply knowing in your mind something about Jesus. It's building the house of your life on the rock that is Jesus Christ. That's what it means to continue in the faith. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 7, we read that he said, not everybody who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom. It's only those who continue in the faith. That is not that they might fall away from the faith, but they never had a true saving faith to start with. If we've got a true saving faith, that's a gift from God. We simply receive it. We were quoting that from Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 just a few moments ago. We are stable and steadfast. We're not shifting from the hope of, God, of the gospel that we heard. The hope of the gospel that we heard is a sure hope. It's not a wish. When we say hope, we think wish. I hope this will happen or I hope that will happen. That's saying I wish this would be the way it was. But this is a sure hope in the gospel. The gospel is the good news. We have all sinned and fallen short. There's none of us who's righteous. But Jesus came and lived a sinless life took on sin, became sin, that we, by trusting in him, by receiving the gift of eternal life, may become the righteousness of God. That is, to be reconciled to God, to go from being alienated to brought back to God. If indeed we continue in the faith, if we have true saving faith. So that's the, the hope of the gospel that we heard which is proclaimed in all creation under heaven. Paul said he was a minister 
of that kind of gospel, that kind of beautiful truth. We, all of us, Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. And the wages of our sin is death. But the gift of God, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, Romans 6.23. And so the beautiful news of today's message is that we, when we are born again in Jesus Christ, have passed from death to life. We have been brought back to God. God created us to be in a relationship with him. There is no peace. There is no rest. There is no sure and true hope apart from us being reconciled to God. And there's only one way that happens, and that happens through the way Jesus Christ. God bless you and keep you in Jesus. Amen.